Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Beauty Business Mindset. This is Celeste. It is May. It's going to be May. (laughs) And I'm so excited to be back. I know it's been a hot minute, but I wanted to really talk to you guys about um, going through change, the importance of you know, being innovative and what it means. And if you don't want to, you're like, Celeste, you just make this stuff up. Like, no, listen to Gary Vee, you guys. Listen to, um, there's so many other people that are talking about this, like bigger than us. And it's just such a good example. Like all the stuff I bring to you guys, I had to take a step back to kind of think and process the, the emotions that we'll go over today over innovation and changing and what that really means and looks like honestly behind the scenes not the like pretty beautiful things and butterflies and unicorns that everybody talks about but the real af version of it and the meaning that we put to innovating and changing why are we so afraid of failure so today we're going to be talking about innovating or change okay i use both of those together because some people are like what is innovation it's pretty much changing and people are so afraid of it um so because they're afraid of failing we're going to talk about that's going to be the second one and third some of the biggest lessons that i've been learning through my innovation process um i've took some time away because i always heard from other people don't share your open wounds with people. And I never really truly understood that until I learned a hard lesson of it. And it's so true. I think it's better that when you're not in the right mindset, when you're not in that space of being able to give your best version to others, um, you can still be authentic by taking a break and taking time to process and be human. So let's get started. Number one, innovation change is always happening. I know um, things happen, you know, last year. We'll leave it at that. We don't want to mention that word anymore. Um, and people are so afraid of changing. And like, oh my God, what are my peers going to think like? What is my family going to think about me? What is my community going to think about me? Um, but we love the praise, you know, and I'm putting myself in there because I'm being honest here. Um, whoever says they don't give a crap about the praise, um, it's BS, Okay. So I've been in this mindset and of changing, of really like putting like my fingers on top of my ears so I can just like not hear and block out the noise, whether people cheer for me or boo for me, like being in a really momentum of it's time to innovate, it's time to change, it's bigger than me, it has nothing to do with me. I am here to make an impact and help others and that's more important. So my question for you is, if there's something that you want to change or innovate, what's truly holding you back? Sometimes we say it's money or time or situation, but really is our fear of how others will perceive us. And for me right now, it's like I'm changing, you know, I can no longer be behind a chair. And, you know, at first it was hard letting all my clients and everything, thinking I could trust others to do their hair and stuff. Um. And, you know, I just decided to not even, like, anymore give referrals out. Just let them go do their own thing. And for me, it has been really hard and just in the sense that when we're going through innovation or change, sometimes uh, we can hear, again, the opinions of others. And that can affect how we feel about ourselves. And I'm just here to tell you that everything that has led me up to this point has been through innovation and change. Um, I have we have two options in my opinion number one um we can process slow down and then move forward or number two you we can just dwell upon how much it sucks and go into that negative space um for me i choose number one 
I rather just like slow down, take time, change it, innovate, and move forward. So that was the first thing that I want to talk about today is that innovation and change is necessary, guys. Even if you're not in the beauty industry, even if you wear, you know, clothes that we wear, our styles are always going back in repetition, but it's constantly changing. We're not wearing what we used to wear five years ago. Um, our styles and trends always change it with hair color and makeup and everything, but you have to do what's best for you. But in order to have a profitable moving forward business, you have to be able to change. And for now, it's like all of us, we need to be on the online digital space. And I know some people are like, oh my gosh, that sounds horrible. You guys, that's where it's all going. Um, the way that things are changing and innovating so fast, pretty soon it's going to be way past um, beyond digital and just videos and just social. So the sooner you can learn, the sooner that you can get online and innovate with the times, the better that you'll be. Um, I know there's people are still using their, you know, old school methods and stuff, but when able to, you know, move forward, we got to innovate. Number two, fear of failure. This is a big one. I know a lot of us are scared of failing, but I'm going to be intimate and candid with you guys. And hopefully this helps one of or two of you. I really hope so, because this is for you. I share this for you, not for my well-being. It's more for yours um, to help you hopefully not make the mistakes that I've made. So I ended up in the beauty industry by mistake, by design of the world and what happened to me. So I was working in corporate. I was in an office setting and I left that job um, as an insurance um, agent. And I went to the school system. I went through like a harassment discrimination claim. They said it was true. I wasn't making this shit up. Um, pretty much ended up the other person got a piece of paper um, and got to be go work at a like higher and nicer area as a principal and I got moved to another school and I quit my job because I saw that even within our justice system there really is no true justice and I had to learn to forgive and for me it was really hard because I feel like a failure I'm like oh my gosh I just let go of my <clears throat> behind the desk life because of this, am I failing? Am I did I let somebody's discrimination or harassment get so bad to me that now I failed? And so I started looking into beauty in in Instagram back in two thousand sixteen, and I was like, you know what? I think I want to be part of this beauty industry thing. Um, I saw how the Instagram thing worked and everything, and I was like, you know what? Like, I think I may want to do it. So I went to beauty school. I decided that I wanted to empower other women like myself. Um, there are many things that you guys still don't know about me. Um, and I have had, if I could probably write a book about my life, seriously. I hope one day to do so to inspire other women that they can move forward. No matter if you've been homeless, if you've lived out of your car, if you've been adopted, if all the things that I've gone through, man, have I gone through a lot. Um, but it has molded me to who I am today. And... I realized through this like last pandemic and my daughter's, you know, falling down um, the stairs and her injury that we label ourselves so bad. We put so much pressure and put meaning into things. We either think it's like amazing, it's going to change our life or is this like a failure? I suck. And we do that because we are scared of sometimes reaching, honestly, our own potential of being successful or number two, we're scared of what other people are going to think about us. And for me, I haven't been in this vulnerable position again um, since, honestly, 
since that 2006, 2015 incident with the whole harassment discrimination thing. And it's been kind of shaking me. I'm not going to lie. Um, because we go back to our old habits and it's like, am I a failure? Because I am, you know, I close my salon. I let go of my clients. I'm changing my business. It's that failing. And it's not, you guys. It's just a change. Um, if my body can't do something, I'm not going to force it to. And I feel like we, even going on social and everything, there's like this forceful norm of like, we have to be this and we have to do that. And you have to show what you do and you, and you have to show your why and you have to show what you believe in and you have to show your expertise. And, you know, and even for me, like right now, as I transition to my new business, um, it's still a beauty in business. Um, and mindset. So it's beauty business mindset, like my podcast. Um, but it's just more um focused on certain things. And you know, I'm working through that. I've noticed that there's so much pressure in being like this whole freaking thing, like made up, whoever made it up. But you guys, we're in 2021. Let's let's look move forward from that. They need to have the big house with a luxury car, with a big diamond ring, with um, you know, like a family if you want to, or a partner if you want to, or you know, be single and fabulous and and you know what? Like being happy, going outside on a walk and looking at the trees is success to me. I have worked my butt off, had my kids in childcare for years, guys, and I'm not proud of that. But I'm not ashamed of it either because what I had to do during that time. And now that I get to be at home and work from home, that's a beautiful thing. And I am worthy and you are worthy of your changes. You are worthy of your new ideas and ideologies of what success and happiness means to you. And if other people think that you're failing because you closed your salon, if other people think you're failing because, oh, she can't do it anymore, she probably hurt herself, which, you know, it may not be your case. Maybe you have an autoimmune disease or... Or like something else happened. Honestly, like here comes a bad word in case the kids are around. Fuck them. <laughs> you need to stand up for yourself. You need to believe in yourself that you have something greater to give. And nobody can take away what's meant for you. Nobody. And a part of the whole failure thing that we are so scared of failure is like, really, what are people going to think? And... I'm just here to tell you, like, I want you to write a list of three things, three obstacles that you have overcome in your life. And this is personal to you. Why are three things that you thought you could not get over that you have gone over it? And where are you today? Like, look how much you've grown. And that's the only time I like to look at my past is to see how far I've come. Because with the whole pressure of social and society that we have to be at a certain level and have to produce 24-7, I have yet to meet a person that produces 24-7, that's not grateful or happy or thankful for what they have right now, that's truly happy. So don't be measuring based on people's Instagrams or things or followers. I've said it to a million times. Do it over what makes you happy, what creates impact in this world, what lights you up and helps and serves others. That's important. And help in serving others doesn't mean give it away for free. And, you know, people th- people think you're a failure or you're not succeeding or you're like all over the place. Let them think whatever the hell they want. And that's something that I've really learned now more than ever is that my circle is becoming even closer and is becoming even more limited because I need to uh, be in line with people that understand that success is individual, that failure is just the meaning that we put into things. And 
one of the biggest things that have helped me is number one, when I feel like a failure, I allow myself to cry. I allow myself to feel the feeling. But number two, remember, it's not a failure. What's the lesson that this is teaching me? So whenever you feel like you're failing, like I did a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm failing. I closed all this stuff down in my business. What's this trying to teach me? Uh, for me, like one of the things that I'll share with you today is just that I need to um, really focus on my impact because things change so quickly and rapidly that I need to be able to serve and help others more clearly and you know and not just you know my own business on one-on-one but be able to help others more at a time so that was one of the things so remember failure is the meaning that you put into it um instead of looking at a failure process the feelings cry get annoyed get angry take a break like I did um but Make sure that you also see what's the lesson this is trying to teach me because there are no failures, only lessons. And there is a painful beauty, you know, process to it because it is painful, but there's beauty at the end of it. So just be in there. Um, and lastly, to end this podcast is um, number three in regards to innovation. Be willing to risk in order to gain. So we all want the answers from everybody else except from within ourselves. The answers that you seek are within you. And as I am, you know, I shared like I'm going through a rebranding and, you know, hiring other people just to help me get it all done faster. Um, and this is like for me, it's it's a really like important point for me because I am really going after not like immediate results. And I think that that's one of the biggest mistakes that we make with innovation and taking risks with change is that we want immediate results. And let me share something with you. Nothing comes with immediate results. Like I know people wonder like, Celeste, why don't you grow your Instagram? So I did a test, okay? I grew 150 followers in less than 30 days. And I know exactly what it took. Okay, but when I did that, I wasn't able to be like 100% my authentic self. I had to make it curated like someone told me to. There were so many things that it just like totally diluted my message and I didn't like it. So what do I choose to do? Do I choose to be popular or do I choose to take the risk like I have so far of um, being my authentic self and being focused on that. I'm more of the message and how I help others. I choose to help others more. That's more important to me. So in order to take risk and innovate and change, remember, there, in taking risk, number one, there's, there's like no competition, okay? Like it's good. It's healthy for our businesses to have other businesses like us. Okay, and I we can't service all the people even in our own hometown to be thinking about competition. Okay, so let's get out of that mindset. Number two, taking risk is a risk. You may gain something. You're gonna gain something either way. You may gain something from it, from whether it's more clients or monetarily, if that's what you you're looking for, or you know whatever it is, or more recognition, whatever it is that you're looking for. Or if you support, you're learning a lesson. Some people call them failures. I call it you're learning a lesson. Oh, you know what? Next time I know not to do this. Um, that's good. I did that, but now I know it doesn't work. 
So when you see 20 other people trying that thing that you already tried that didn't work, you know not to focus on that because you already tried it. It didn't work. You're really learning your lesson. You're saving yourself time and money. So, and, and, you know, anytime you're going to innovate or take a risk, take a chance, um, it takes time. Nothing happens overnight. Um, I know sometimes we see like the overnight things, you know, and you know how I told you about my, uh, my little like test, um, with the following and stuff. And I noticed that as soon as I start changing my message and being more who I am, like I start losing followers. So that's what I mean. Like even when you take a risk, like I did, because I wanted to see, I'm like, okay, I am capable. I know I'm capable of, I just wanted to test it and run it. I'm capable of growing my social media. I could have 10,000 followers, but now more than ever, Instagram is going to give us a swipe up option without having 10,000 followers, which I'm so excited because that's the only reason why I wanted 10,000 followers. I just wanted to swipe up. I don't need it anymore. So don't dilute your message for others. If you're going to be willing to innovate, you have to be able to change all the time with business because it's constantly changing and evolving. But most importantly, don't dilute your message for your next step. Don't worry whether people clap for you or boo for you. Um, It's more important that you stay true to you. Stay true to your business. Stay true to your mission. I am here to help and support you. And helping and supporting is also through services, paid services. And please, my loves, remember, when you innovate or change, you are worthy of charging for more. You are worthy of pricing yourself out, your services. You are worthy of changing and innovating and trying something new and revamping your business and your life. Because for me, the more that I stay true to my voice, the more that I share my message with you guys, the more that I am... Um, creating an impact in this world, which is what I'm here to do. It's not just about myself or why I can gain monetarily or business-wise. Is how can I help other women like me? How can I help other women that were told that there were nothing, have been circumstances that have not been ideal, overcome them to be their own definition of success? That's what I'm here for. And I hope this podcast was helpful for you guys. I'll be back on um, next week. I think I am going to keep the podcast just in English. Um, I tried doing some Spanish ones, but I think the English ones are going to be good. And just so you guys know, I go live on Instagram every Friday at 7 p.m. Um, in English. So if you guys have any questions, DM me. Y si quieres uh, tienes preguntas en español, voy a empezar a hacer Instagram Lives los miércoles a las 7 de la noche también. So, now you guys know English is Spanish. I'm there. So much love. See you guys next week.